Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Human Touch Podcast. I know it's been a while. The pandemic affects everyone. But we're back, Tommy. It's episode four, season two, identifying weaknesses like we just never left. How you been in this long but yet much needed break? Oh man, it's uh it's it's been it's been trying, you know, no doubt about it. But you know, like we like we like to talk about here on our show, uh we we persist and we we go forward and we did have a little break and man, I missed I missed uh doing this work and I missed uh looking up these these sources and us having our great conversations, man. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, and we we couldn't think of a better topic to come back to, ironically, with the way the world is shifting right now, than identifying weaknesses. And today we are going to show you two articles. Well, first, let's start with psychology today. Alice Boyes, uh, PhD in practice, which is nice always to get the credibility there. Thank you to Alice. Tommy, let's start right off the bat. One of the first things we should really talk about is what is the solution to a weakness? And one of the best lines we talked about here in the pre-call, you can look for a, a way to approach networking that uses your conscientiousness. Your solution can be something like methodically following up with thank you email note or text message, right? Tell me a little bit about why the solution aspect of weaknesses and how to be innovative through the weaknesses through an anthropological approach is important, especially not just the times we're going through now, but in your own everyday practice of life. Yeah, sure. And of course, everybody's is going to be their own individual way, right? So that's important that we say that. But also, let me say it is so good to be back. Um, so the solution. Um, f- first, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of swing around to this. Um, we, we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses, right? And again, those are individual to us. Um, but for a lot of us, um, when we're reminded of, the, of the, the weaknesses aspect of this, it feels very unpleasant to us. Um, and, in, and, and because of that, um, we start to avoid the task that require the skills that we think are of those weaknesses that we have. Um, and ultimately, uh, avoiding these things could cause problems and hold you back in life and especially hold you back in this, this, this goal that we all have of bettering ourselves. You know, a good example, you just mentioned it, Kay, uh, with, with networking. A good example is if, if, if you don't think you're very good at networking, then more than likely you're going to avoid it. Um, and of course, the more you avoid it, the harder it's going to become. And when you've avoided it for so long, um, your skill is going to be way lacking and way under everybody else around you who is who is at least practice it some, if not regularly. Um, so therefore, that weakness becomes a lot more pronounced to you, and it's a lot more in the forefront for you over time. Uh, you you could end up you know being embarrassed by it. So so what is the solution? Um, and like your your example showed, Kay. Um, uh, it, a fun way to uh, to overcome weaknesses is is to to mix up your strategy for approaching it in the first place, um, and by doing that, with our example here, we're going to approach uh, our weaknesses by utilizing our core strengths. Um, I know that sounds odd, and I know that we've done a show in the past in our last uh, series about identifying your strengths and using your strengths, and in in this case, we're using those those core strengths that we have to overcome weakness um say for an example like you said uh networking is a problem um Mm. but but a couple of the strengths that you have are being methodical and conscientious so you take those strengths and you look for a way to approach networking that uses 
for example, your conscientiousness. And that's where your solution comes in to uh, follow up something someone did for you with a thank you email or a note or a text message um, when someone's helped you or done a good job for you. You know, you're, you're then essentially redefining that that activity that you try to avoid so much. Uh, and you, you're approaching it now, not so much as a networking activity, but a conscientiousness activity. No, absolutely. That's a great way to put it, Tommy. I think the thing about this, too, is we're going to get to a list of certain topics we're going to talk about. Like, for example, persistence, resourcefulness. There are types of, I guess you could say, candidates to in a certain situation we'll talk about in a second. But one of the biggest things when it comes to strengths and weaknesses, mainly it's weaknesses tonight, is sometimes your weakness can actually be a strength. Now, here's why in this statement. For the weaknesses, you should focus on things that are actually getting in your way and that you have some motivation to change. For example, human behavior, relationships, you know, all that. And I think the biggest thing, I'm going to take this for a little bit from my approach here, the business side, if, if you're not familiar with the show, the anthropological business side things. If you think about focusing uh, on things that are actually getting your way, the obstacles, right? Think about well, what are the two or three things that you might be actually looking at and then try to get that down to one, right? You can write down the old saying, you can write down 500 things, right? But in reality, you're probably only going to get to – you can only focus on one if you're real lucky too, depending on free time. Yeah. Ignore the, ignore the 498 things. And that's where this line comes in. And I think, Tom, you have a really good anthropological approach to that statement I just said about the things that are actually getting in your way and the motivation to change. What's the, what's the correlation, not just in anthropology, but in life to where you can have a more holistic way of viewing change and, of course – innovation in terms of weaknesses and focusing on things that might get in your way. Sure. Yeah. And, and the, the article sums it up perfectly. Um, you, you focus on the things that are the, the most hindrance to you. Uh, you know, the article uses networking uh, for our example, let's say um, your diet is what's getting in your way, right? Um, you have very bad eating habits um, and it's and it's really starting to affect you in life. You know, you, you know, more doctor's visits. Um, you, you can't do the things that you used to do. Um, it's it's affecting your energy. It's affecting everything. Uh, so that's really a hindrance. Um, so because it's such a hindrance and because you want to do these things again in your life and reach that level that you were at before, that is your motivation for change. That that's what's going to keep you on the track and keep you on the path when 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 it's not so a successful day. You know what I mean? Um, because it's such a motivation, you're going to be more resilient to the speed bumps, so to speak. You're going to see those things through, you know, already have one of your strengths, say one of your strengths, you know, in this situation is finding workarounds for problems. It's, it's, you know, planning and overcoming obstacles is one of your strengths. Then all you're going to do is take that strength and apply it to your bad diet. And, I'm telling you with that persistence, which is also could be one of your strengths at the end of it, you're going to see that identifying those strengths and applying them to this weakness will work out for you positively. Absolutely. And I think we're going to talk about some of these, right? These, these bullet points here. Yeah. I think there's a couple we have to pinpoint and say, yeah, you may not have it, but in life you've really got to have it. And I think one of those has to be right off the bat, right? Persistence. We just talked about persistence and not just on previous episodes in the previous series, but in life, right? Think about the, the moments when you're just struggling. You, know, you, you don't have that 
that secret sauce or that magic you did a couple of years ago where you, you get these comments in your head, these, these thoughts in your head, and it's not even from someone else, just your own self-decorating thoughts. Talked about persistence, not just, you know, anthropologically business, but just in general, how persistence and personal development goes hand in hand and a positive correlation right there. Yeah. Too easy, man. Um, you'll never, you'll never get it if you give up. I think that's the most simplest way to put this is, is the moment you give up, you just killed any chance you have of success. Um, and, and you know what, I'm going to say this as well. It, you're, you're going to something, you know, something's going to be, and something's going to happen at some point to where it, it seems like that's a wall you can't get over. Or that's a mountain you can't climb. We've all been there and we've all given up, but at some point we've decided that giving up wasn't good enough. And, what I'm saying to you is sometimes it's going to take more than one try. And that's where persistence comes in. Because if you have the persistence, even if you throw your hands up in the air, so that's it, I'm done. When you come back to it, you're going to fight as hard or harder than you did the first time because you have that persistence. And that's in life. That's in relationships. That's in communication. That's in negotiations. That's in finances. That's in relationships. That's in every aspect of life. Persistence will pay off in the end. Yeah, it's, it's one of the, the key principles of life. And with persistence, also is patience and planning, which are, I think those are the big three, Tommy, in terms of just you have to have stuff in your tool belt, right? I mean, you, we talked about this, I'm sure, multiple times in Series 1, and I'm sure in life, right? You're going to get more arsenal, more skills in the old tool, tool belt if you keep pushing, right? You keep being persistent. Just by natural age, your mind will open up and your mind will become more respectful for what the nature has to bring. Uh, I guess the last thing I'm going to talk about here, uh, the finding workarounds for problems. And there's a lot you guys can, we're going to link all the sources as usual, but Tom, just talk to me about finding workarounds, right? Because this is really a, a weakness that a lot of people don't want to admit, but in deep down, it, it's a problem for everybody because being innovative, finding a workaround, it doesn't just require all this, all the things that are put combined here, but it requires a special talent to understand, hey, this may not be my biggest thing, but yet it can set me up for something better. Talk about the short-term versus long run of finding workarounds and what the benefits, and maybe in some cases, some short-term obstacles could be. Yeah, sure. Um, and again, all of our shows sort of link together. They kind of spiderweb into a bigger picture of things. And this one's no different. We've talked about persistence and we've talked about planning ahead and planning for uh, failure ahead of time. And those are great strengths. Um, as far as today and as far as what we're dealing with today, uh, a good example um, is the one of the, one of the examples that it's given as a type of strength that could be a good candidate is um Oh, I lost it there. Hold on. Where'd it go? Do unto others principle. Okay. So um, the do unto others principle. So say for an example, you like um, the way people respond when you hold a door open for them. Something so simple uh, that thank you that you get and that look in their eyes, you, you, you're really like not addicted to that, but that's such a great feeling. So in turn, that's your motivation to treat other people the same way to get that same response from them. So, um, in a way, you're 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 redefining, um, just like we talked about a little while ago, 
you know, if your if your weakness is networking, for an example, this seems to be a theme through this this source. Right. If your if your if your weakness is networking, then if you're applying the do unto others principle to your networking, that thank you and the 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 gratitude you feel and the good feeling it gives you, that's what makes you motivated to do it for other people because you're going to get that same um, sentiment from people in return. So it motivates that change. But in at the bottom line of this is that you're redefining it from the weakness of not being able to network to the the strength of the do unto others principle. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. The principles, I, I think, define a lot of what you're doing. You know, when you work around a problem, think about it, right? There's, there's never going to be a, a concrete solution because even when you have a concrete solution, there's always something else that's got to be done to get another workaround. I mean, you have – you basically life in, in terms of personal development too, it, it really is a workaround. You may not be good at one thing, but you maybe magically you find it, right, because of persistence. And one thing leads to another, right? They talk, I, I know it wasn't mentioned, but they talk about building out a, a chart. I think it said building out maps and connecting arrows to the weakness to the strengths. Excuse me. That's all – part of the process and if you can put that process in whatever it is whether it be a weakness or a decency or resourcefulness or whatever one of the bullet points in this article does from psychology today find your voice right find your voice and if that weakness maybe today isn't working it's okay not to work today you still got tomorrow you can be patient you can be persistent and i know time we talked about this but being calm and evenly killed i mean it's not easy for everybody to understand but it goes a long way, especially not just in stressful situations, but even in great situations, right? Oh, what we got, I figured out this weakness, right? But are you really figuring it out because you're, you're exuberating excellence? Or are you trying to stay calm, right? Are you trying to brag and be audacious? Then? Are you trying to stay calm and even keeled? That's where the people who are more calm and even keeled, they'll find more success because they, they don't look at weakness as, oh, it's the all to end all or a, I got it. But nothing can stop. They just had that even keeled approach. You want to talk about that before we head out to the next source of how to be even keeled and any some tips and tricks anthropologically to test those times? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I was just thinking when you were saying, uh, you know, the braggart or, or someone who, you know, is, is incessantly rubbing success in your face, uh, you know, and we've all met those kind of people. But uh, I've, from an anthropological perspective, I think that a lot of times those people that you run into that, that brag about success, um, it was given to them or they stumbled into it. They did not work for it because common sense and logic will tell you that anybody who works for their success and sweats and puts the effort into their success, you'll never know it because they'll never tell you. It's the ones who, you know, won the lottery or, you know, uh, they, they inherited uh, this vast amount of money and, you know, that that's their aesthetic. Um, so let me get back to the to the article real quick. Uh, again, it's it's uh, Alice Boy's PhD, and I really appreciate the work that she did here and Psychology Today. Um, so, what what's our solution here to to, to using our strengths to overcome our weaknesses? Um, the article suggests that you know we make a, a, a refrigerator list. Um, five strengths, I would say, three to five, and a couple of weaknesses. And let's see if some of those strengths can apply over to help come overcome those weaknesses. Um, also, I wanted to say 
uh, about how we've talked about redefining tasks and making them not so unpleasant by using our strengths to overcome them. When you do that, um, when you when you redefine tasks that you'd normally avoid because they're unpleasant, um, after so many times of redefining them and starting to overcome them, your urge to avoid them will lessen. Uh, and then that'll have a snowball effect because when you start practicing these tasks, because you're getting better at them, you'll build both your skills and your confidence. Uh, and that will allow you to expand your comfort zone just a little bit at a time, uh, a little bit at a time. You'll expand that comfort zone and start getting a little less uncomfortable and less uncomfortable as you go. And pretty soon you're, 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 you don't have as many shortcomings or weaknesses and you're starting to whittle away at that list and you're starting to see success. Um, and, and a few, and a few things, uh, if I could about implementation, yeah, yeah about, in, about the implementation part of this. Um, if you can't really think of a lot of strengths to begin with, don't sweat it. Don't even worry about it. Just write down uh, a couple that you can think of and then add to your list as you go, as things come to you, it's not a big rush. It's, 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 it doesn't have to be perfect, but try to make it as perfect for you and for who you are as an individual. Um, and over the next couple of weeks, you'll add a thing here, a thing there. And, and take, take a moment to notice the things that you do well and take a moment to, to, to notice the things that you do competently and, and, and identify those strengths that help you to do those things competently. And that's going to help you make that list out and to help you have a good idea of, of what your strengths are and how you can apply them to these problems. Also, another great thing about implementation, you can ask others what they see as your strengths. And we've also talked about this before in pre-calls or in prior episodes. Ask somebody who's going to be brutally honest with you. Don't ask somebody who will just sugarcoat it and tell you what you want to hear. Ask somebody who will tell you the hard truths. That's going to get you to your goal. It's kind of unpleasant, like the weaknesses to begin with. Maybe it's a little bitter. Maybe it, it, it stings a little bit. But once you get over that ego thing and you, you see these weaknesses for what they are, then you can start applying those, what you learn from those hard truths and what you know about your own strengths and start overcoming those weaknesses successfully. Yeah, man, I think, I think you summed that up great because – Weakness, guys. At the end of the day, if you think about it, right, it's uh, it's not the all be end all, but you have that accountability partner. There's always somebody out there. It may not seem like it because of these tough, challenging times, but there's always somebody out there that's going to push you to be great. And if you can follow, maybe just a little bit, you don't have to follow all the way. Just follow one or two things they say, and you find that as a strength down the road. And you turn that weakness into strength. You overcome that. You're unstoppable at the end of the day. But that's it for that source. Thank you to Alice Boys. Thank you to Psychology Today. We've used those guys plenty of times. We'll link that all in the link description and the show notes. Now let's move over to our friends at Inc.com, How the Most Effective Leaders Turn Weaknesses into Strengths by Minda Zetlin. Uh, Tommy, this is an interesting article, man. It, it, it really has a lot of great points. I think it's, uh, it's a great way to look at this in this first sense. Here in this imperfect world, we all have to face-to-face. We have to face the fact that we're good some things, just passable out, others downright lousy at some point that are really important. Right. We live in an imperfect world. That second, third part, maybe it may not seem true. But before we get into this, the five, six key points here, talk about the weaknesses of what might be going on, not just in the world right now, but people's worlds. Right. 
and how the fact of the matter is all the emotions, all the psychological factors of humanity, whether it be external or internal factors, right? That you hear about it all the time in, in the, the movies or the internal plot versus the external plot. Talk about those two plots and those two worlds coming together and how you can find a weakness or two to get you a little bit better. All right. Um, yeah. Um, I think that we would all find life to be a whole lot easier if we were really good at everything in the world and we could just snap our fingers and have a successful life and a, a successful relationship and a successful business um, and, you know, beautiful hair and perfect abs and that million dollar winning lottery ticket in our pockets, but that's not ideal. And that's not the world that we live in. Um, the world that we live in uh, gives us, you know, a, a limited tool belt when we start uh, and we're good at some things with it, you know, and like it says, just passable at others and some things we're not very good at at all. And some of those things are important. Um, and of course, these rules are a, a general universal look at it it doesn't apply to everyone exactly the same way um and again i know kt you touched on it but i just wanted to say uh we got nothing but love for inc.com for psychology today and every source that we've ever shared uh that's why we like to mention them as much as possible give them the love and post all their links at the at the uh, on, on on the on the page so anyone can go back and read these and use them as resources anyway so downright lousy and some that are important to you uh, which can be frustrating because everybody wants to be good at everything and having to work at it, you know, that applies better to some than it does to others. Some can start out with that kind of persistence and that kind of, you know, speed bump mentality. Others, you know, start out with less of a tool belt. And that's what we're here for. We're here for those with less of a tool belt, you know, because we've talked about it a number of times. Sometimes just getting started is the hardest part. And those and those and overcoming those weaknesses could be a lot of people's very first start at this. You know, so if we can offer a couple of ways to to lighten that load, so to speak, and and show a good foundation of how to look at those weaknesses. Um, and and both of these articles sort of basket weave that same kind of concept um, um, of how. Uh, one to use shrinks to overcome them in the first article. And in this one, how in this sense, leaders turn weaknesses into strengths, but we can use that as our own motivation. If these people are successful, then they had to have a, a pretty solid road to follow to get there. Right. It wasn't by chance that they became successful. Um, so we've accepted the fact that we, for one, we live in an imperfect world. Nobody has perfect hair and abs and a winning lottery ticket. Nobody's good at everything. We're all back on the same level playing kill to begin with. Uh, so the big part of that is that we talked about it, but the first uh, source, we, we recognizing that we are not perfect and recognizing that we do have to work at bettering ourselves. And of course, the harder we work and the more investment we put into ourselves, the better the return, right? All right. So with all that being said, um, we're not good at everything and we're not, going to be perfect at everything to begin with and neither is anybody else. So what can we do? What can we do to turn some of our biggest weaknesses into strengths? And here the article offers a couple of ideas on uh, a, a structure to begin recognizing those weaknesses. And number one is recognize and accept your weaknesses. You can't do anything else in this process really with our PDP at all until you recognize and accept your weaknesses and you know your strengths and how to overcome your weaknesses. You know what I mean? 
um, without recognizing it and, and the important part of it, accepting it and saying, you know what, I own this. This is something that I'm not very good at. I'm going to use all these tools and add to my tool belt and get over some of these weaknesses. For example, some people aren't very good at confrontation. Uh, well, well, they're not good at confrontation, but they're very good at avoiding confrontation. Um, sometimes that can be a benefit, but more times than not, it's probably going to turn out to be a bad situation that lasts way too long because people just don't want to, don't want to have that unpleasant encounter. Um, it can be helpful. Um, a lot of times people who avoid those conversations and avoid unpleasant encounters, they tend to be deep thinkers and they tend to be very analytical. And those are some of those strengths that people have to help overcome these things. And I think this is a perfect example of that. Uh, number two, we talked about this in the last one as well, is getting guidance from someone you trust. Um, and I'll say, I'll go a step further and say someone you trust and someone you know that will tell you the truth whether you want to hear it or not, because that's how you're going to get 100% positive results. Um, those, those are the first two. Um, those are turning frowns upside down. Those are those I think we've we've talked about those two things in at least three or four episodes of being the first steps of accomplishing whatever goal it was that we were focusing on in that episode. These are tried and true, folks. They they're they're unfallible. They they work every single time if you put a hundred percent into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, confrontation and the article talks about confrontation and also a I'm talking about a situation with a smart friend, but I think confrontation is a, uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting juxtaposition, right? You got to understand that when you have confrontation, there's always going to be something that comes out of it. Whether the confrontation ends in tears or ends in joy, you've learned something. And there's always a weakness of what you can improve on. And I think getting some guidance from what you trust, the accountability, it just puts up a more pleasant, more pleasant environment, and then a situation can be handled a little bit better next time. Uh, it, it it just seems like that. Normally, when you look at someone, and this is from more a business perspective and a life perspective, right? When you think about recognizing, accepting your weakness, and then you look at the things such as confrontation. If you recognize you're not the best. In a, say in a meeting or in a client situation or real life action or an active, I don't know, sales pitch, for example, or just an active engagement, active networking or communication. Or you can picture the sample wherever you feel like and plug and play. Know that the, whatever you're accepting is not the exception, but rather the acceptance, right? It's not the exception to the rules, probably the acceptance to your own moral codes and whatever your moral, you know, morals and standards are from birth to whatever age you are, and it, it can it can be as we talked about in the psychology today article, a handful, but it could also be an innovation, a stepping point to innovation, and that's where being very prepared is key. And I think Tommy, this is probably we talked about planning, right? It, it, you got to be prepared, right? Expecting the unexpected, of course. Here, the old cliche, but talk about being prepared in this. Obviously, different world we live in, not just with the pandemic, but an ever-changing field of tech, an ever-changing field of learning, educating ourselves, and ever-changing field of relationship building. Talk about how preparation can be actually not just a weakness, but can also be a pillar of success 
if you don't define it early as a weakness. Sure. Um, I think in one of our previous episodes, we, we talked about how planning is a strength. Um, and I think that, that in that article that we used in that episode, the, the example they gave was people plan better for vacations than they do for their lives. And of course, we went into detail about why that would be, right? But that's a great example here um, because our, our example on number three is be very prepared, right? So let's take that as an example, travel. So sometimes the best defense against a weakness is to overcompensate with excellent preparation. Uh, our example here would be traveling or planning a vacation. Let's say your weakness is you have a very poor sense of direction. You get lost really easily. Um, even in, in, in situations where finding a place would be very easy for other people, you, it's just not that easy for you. Um, and if you love to travel, that's an unfortunate weakness, you know? Um, so that's where your adaptability and use of technology could come in with GPS. Uh, one, say, stationed in your car, one on your phone, maybe one on your tablet. Uh, where you could download maps that are sort of local to the area that you're going to when you can use it offline. Um, and in some cases, man, even go as far as taking a paper map and a, and a pencil, you know, um, and that, that sort of tenacity and, and, and preparedness can apply in many other situations. Um, you know what, maybe you, you're going into a, a deal where you have to, you know, negotiate a contract and you're not 100% familiar with the terms, well, how do you overcome that? You read ahead of time. You read up and you become familiar. Um, you know, are you in sales and you need to pitch a customer for the first time? Well, you know, if you have basic information about your customer, you can learn as much as you can about that customer. Uh, you know, practice your pitch. Get the marbles out of your mouth. Be as prepared as possible, be very, very prepared. And the more you do that, the more that's going to pay off for you in the end, especially with the situations that we just talked about. These techniques are universal. They can apply to any one of them. Um, but th again, and that goes back to our last article with, with persistence and being able to overcome problems, um, being able to be quick on your feet and, and adapt. All, all those strengths will help overcome these, these weaknesses, you know. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing, Tommy, is those times when you think, oh, well, what's the point of adapting or what's the point of doing this, right? Putting in the, the pre-work, per se. It, it pays off when you look at the, the actual end visualization of the actual project. And that pre-work, it may not be the most enjoyable work, but it's the work you need to do to get the desired results or the desired relationship or whatever the outcome may be in any situation given of course insert the plug and insert the situation here as always just find a time I mean, listen pre-work and i think we didn't talk about it in terms of time being prepared is not 20 hours being prepared is not 25 hours it's whatever you make it to be if you need one minute of preparation well then that's all you need if you need 20 minutes great if you need 10 hours sure if you need two weeks because this is an incredible project, that's fine. But don't get lost in it too, right? There's two ways. There's the old catch twenty two, right? It's great to be prepared prepared for everything, but also be prepared to adapt, right? Just don't prepare yourself to death, and then when you get to the actual event, what was I doing? You know, and then those moments happen 
I think being prepared in the moment, that in-game, going green situation, that in-person feel per se, that live actionary event, and you prepare for adaptation, you'll be surprised what you can do on your feet. You're not just going to rely on a smartphone, for example, or another person to give you the X, Y, and Z out of it. You can make your own outcome and your own desired consequences and results. But that's it for that. Let's move on to the next thing. Now, we talked about this in the, pre, uh, the pre-show as being the biggest thing, and I think this is – we're going to skip four and five. We're going to come back in a little bit to four. That's the last thing I want to talk about, just a little bit. But I think it's the most important thing out of this entire article. Look for other ways to serve others with the same – look for ways to serve others with the same problem. And as aggravation is the mother of invention, I, I think this is a really good – not just topic, but a really good life scenario. Tom, we talk about this as – Obviously, anthropology and mm. and just being a businessman, you know, and it, what are, or it just helping a neighbor, right? This is a great thing to help others with their platform, right? Let's say they don't have the the self serviceness, or they don't have that as a strength, but they might have it as a weakness. How can that platform you have is that gifted ability or that naturally gifted, inclined ability to adapt because you learned over time that serving others can actually be one of the biggest keys to a platform. Talk about that in multiple directions for sure. You got it, man. Um, number six, look for ways to serve others with the same problem. And the first line of this, uh, a, a wise person once said to me, aggravation is the mother of invention. That's brilliant. Um, tr- you can trust in the fact that if, if there's a skill that you lack, that's a problem for you, you can almost be 100% positive that it's going to be a problem for others as well. Um, every one of those people that shared that same problem with you started out with some kind of basic help to first help them see, see that weakness for what it is and for two to overcome it in some form or fashion. And in this sense, we're leaning on the using strengths to overcome weaknesses, right? That's sort of our theme here. Um, if you have it, other people do too. And sometimes, sometimes, it takes that that one person with that that they they've been through it, they have the experience, and they've overcame it, and they can help you do the same thing. Um, so in a way, you're you're by moving up the ladder and overcoming a problem or two, and your confidence build and your skill sets build and your 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 little tool set your tool set there builds. Um, you can find ways to help yourself um, and others. Uh, you know, overcome these weaknesses because if you share them, you know as good as I do, it works very well when you can do it together with someone else who has that same problem. And then that very weakness that you had that you and others work together to overcome could end up being that one thing that 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 you know launches you into that successful venture or or because you've gained these skills and now you have this this confidence and and all that you you get you know, that that relationship that you've worked so hard to make good becomes good. Um, it's your personal motivations, and it's the things that are the problems for you that will motivate you to fix them. Because once you fix them, that problem's out of the way, and you can take that next step, and then take that next step. Because that's really what we're doing here, and not to be you know cute when I say this, but we're baby stepping. We're baby stepping through a skeletal structure that will 
approach many different obstacles in someone's way to improving their lives. And each one of these things could be that, that unmountable wall, that, that mountain that can't be climbed for someone. And just with a little bit of help, like we're trying to do with, with our podcast here to get you over that mountain. And once you get over that first hard step, you're ready to rock and roll, you know, and that's, and, and that's where you're working on that personal problem, that personal weakness that you had and you overcame that ends up being the one thing that, that pushed you to be this person who can help so many others that have the same problems you do. Yeah. I think be on the lookout. Uh, I think that's one of the keys in self-awareness is be on the lookout for whatever is happening right now in your current moment to serve other people. Selfless service, if you think about it, creates a lot of energy. And if energy and time management and time deployment is not your strength, excuse me, it's not your weakness, and you want to become a strength, then you have to really take the initiative to understand what are you doing to serve yourself before you can serve others, right? And that's and we've talked about this on the show on Series 1. It's the old oxygen on the airplane thing, right? Are you going to put yours on first or are you going to – once you put yours on first, are you going to help someone else or are you just going to keep it to yourself? Once you get yourself figured out and, and everything's all clean and crisp, why not help someone else, right? You never know what they could be in or whatever they could be doing for sure. And the last thing I want to talk about is we obviously, when you see the article, if you look this up, it says hire the skills you lack. That's That doesn't make any sense. So instead, we decided, me and Tommy in the pre-call, we talked about seek out support, right? Seek out the support for skills you may not have. And Tom, you wanted to talk about this a little bit before we head off, because I think this is important to end it with just tying in and correlating with number six of helping other people, how it's okay that, as we talk about every show, it's okay to, to, to be not just vulnerable, but to be vigilant and know when to get help. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, and I think that all these these traits that we talk about, knowing yourself, knowing who you are, knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are. Um, again, we do, we, we do these things as individuals that are part of a bigger collective, all working together to fix these common, these common problems that we have as human beings. Um, and I think that's sort of a root thing of what made me as a person want to follow an anthropology route, because that is, understanding what it means to be human at any time or any place. And we used to, we talked about infallible a little while ago as a method to overcoming weakness could be infallible. Um, truth be told that no one is infallible and nothing is infallible. That's where one of our strengths being, being able to work out problems and being adaptable comes into play. Um, as we grow, on, on a personal development plan. And as we grow by overcoming weaknesses and turning them into strengths and, and going back into our prior episodes and, and maybe using some of the other advice that we, we found and we shared, you're becoming more of a whole person. You're becoming more of that whole 100% you. Um, uh, and in this case, and in the case going forward, uh, in fact, um, we're going to seek out those skills that we lack. Um, because we want no no how do I, we want no potholes in a road that we don't see coming right so 
once we reach a certain level of our skill set and our confidence, then we're going to have the ability to be able to look at the things that we're, we're still, we still lack on to our, to, in our own opinion. And we're going to, we're going to take these steps that we've provided plus things that maybe we found to go along with it. That'll help us personally until we reach a point to where we're, we sort of hit a dead end or for lack of better terminology, we get writer's block and we're stuck. That's where some of these, these skills and some of these pieces of advice come into play. Um, especially like number two that we have here, get guidance from someone you trust because it, 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 that's why we plan on, on Randy days. That's why we keep umbrellas in our car because not every day is a sunny day. Not every day is going to go the go the way that we want it to go. Not every day is going to be as smooth or as transparent or as efficient as we want it to be. Um, but it's up to us to be resilient and it's up to us to be persistent and patient. All those drinks that we talked about in our first source um, are going to help us in the bigger picture of things to become that whole human that we all want to be. Um, the the giving and caring and understanding and sometimes stoic and sometimes unwavering human being that we all want to be. And and each one of that mold, each each mold of that, each mold of that that hardworking, driven, desired human being is going to be individual to each of us that all work together as a collective whole to bring the whole human race up. So we're all working um, to be better people and to have a better community for ourselves. I think you said it best, brother. I think that whole part about the rain and sun, right? Not every day will be a sunny day, but even on those rainy days, there still is a sunshine moment, right? The sun is still technically out even when it rains. Yeah. And with that being said, right, you need to find – the, not just the positive, but you need to find the adaptations. You need to find what's actually in there, what's in the tank that you could do to help somebody, what you can do to help yourself, what you can do to get a new skill down pat so you don't have to struggle with something next time or adapt and try to penny pinch or waver off someone else's energy, right? And if you can do that and you can understand that weaknesses and accept that and just have that acceptance process go smoothly and take the necessary needed steps to go from there, then you're onto something. And then when you're onto something, you can realize and not waver with certain things. But that's it for this article, Tommy. Uh, Minna Zentlin, how the most effective leaders turn weaknesses into strengths. And that, and we didn't talk about a lot of this, but we're going to talk about it in future episodes. Being a leader, they'll admit too. Any world leader will admit, or any leader in general will admit, if you can turn a weakness into strengths, you've become something powerful and no one can stop you. And they're only for the better as you get more humble and more aggressive in, in, in attacking and facing problems head on. That's the type of aggression you need, right? You don't want to procrastinate and, and feel like you're oh, you're, you're back in the pack and you're just falling behind and everything. But Tommy, any last words before we close this episode out? Sure. If I could, I'd like to uh, finish with a quote. Go for it, buddy. All right. Uh, a wise person named Usman Ismail once said, with time, tears will dry and be overcome by a smile. Joy will overcome sorrow. Crowd will overcome loneliness. Words will overcome silence. Death will overcome life, but nothing can ever overcome the memory you shared with special people in your life. I think that's just awesome stuff. I think it's motivational. I think it's a, a perfect tool just to set us right down the path that we need to be to, uh, to make ourselves better people. I couldn't have said it better myself, brother. And that's, that's going to do it guys. Thank you so much for, 
sticking with us. I know it's been a trying last six months. The last episode release was in December. This will come out soon. I normally don't really give the release date, but we're going to get this out as soon as possible. A, not just for your guys' listening experience and catch up, but B, it gives us a sense of security, too, to say, hey, we're back. We're back in business, and that's always fun. Check us out, the Human Vision Touch on Instagram, and the Human Touch also podcast everywhere where you can find Spotify, Apple, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, the whole nine yards. And we'll have all the sources linked to the bottom of the description as well. And find Tommy and myself at Mr. Kevin Touch and at Philoso Traveler. Appreciate you guys listening. Tommy, it's been a pleasure, bro. Thank you for getting back on track. You got it. Thanks for listening to The Human Touch. If you like what you hear, drop us a review of the show on all podcast providers that provide reviews. Want to be a part of the show's community? Feel free to reach out to the show's Instagram or the host, KT and Tommy, in any of the previous episodes links descriptions. And we appreciate your support as the source of being the people's podcast.